Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show presented by Mel Hamill, the Ford. My name's Phil Nightingale, and I got Nick Ballman hanging out with me today. Morning, Nick. Morning, Phil. How are you? Well, you know, wish I had a little bit more sleep, but that's okay. Uh, it's part of the ball game. <laughs> you and me both, man. You and me both. Uh, we we've had a we've had a pretty exciting week though so far. It's uh, kind of put ourselves in a little bit of a hole for we're racing the. Uh, uh, Jake Nightingale is racing the Hutchison Nationals at the Kansas State Fairgrounds, the last Hutchison Nationals. And um, yeah, we uh, we drew pretty good last night, but the uh, rain made us have a uh, real heavy, heavy track. And uh, it's really kind of just a one lane track. And I get it. I mean, there's no, I don't know who could have made that track any better because of how much rain dumped on Hutch yeah. as quick as it did and everything else like that, too. And Jake had the outside getting the start and just didn't get her tucked in quick enough. And but that's okay. We'll go back over tomorrow today and yep. dig in a little deeper and see what happens, see what we can get done. So yep, if you know. need something to do tonight, it's going to be a lot of fun racing over at the Kansas State Fairgrounds mm-hmm. the the last Hutch National. Yep. So I will give you know, I will give C Ray and his crew kudos for um, you know, getting the racetrack to where we could race on it last night. I mean, it rained yesterday afternoon, it rained probably for a solid hour, hour and a half, you know, consistently over there and and then about uh, you know four o'clock, it cleared up, and the sun started to come back out. And they went to work, and uh, you know they uh, they were able to get us on that racetrack last night, which uh, definitely was a feat. So, yep, exactly. So if you're looking for something fun to do tonight, come over to Hutchinson at the last Hutchinson Grand National Race. It'll be a lot of exciting. All the main features are happening tonight, so uh, be fun to be over there and everything else too. So hey, it's a call-in show three one six four six two three six seven three. Love to answer any of your questions you might have. Alien car, tires, brakes, batteries, anything in the automobile world, anything in the racing world. Love to hear from you. Josh is off today uh, uh, from that part. Just uh, Josh lost his dad earlier this week. So very sorry, Josh. And uh, hope you're enjoying your time with your family and stuff and everything else, too. I know he'll be back in the store here on Monday. So uh, our condolences go out to the whole Profit family and everything else, too, for Josh and that sort of stuff, too. So anyway, hey, let's get this show moving. Let's get it going. That's what Josh would want. 316-462-3673 and to get a great price package about over 130 bucks and nick do you know what's all in that package or can you rattle it off like josh does i'll give it a shot uh you get a uh, uh oil change package the works package which consists of an oil change a tire rotation um with uh, motorcraft oil and filter products you get a bg uh engine and fuel system treatment with uh moa and uh, 44k uh, nitrogen fill for your tires. You get $10 to Mel's Diner, so you can get you something to eat or drink while you were here. And I'm leaving something out. The last thing would be the $10 with the Ford Pass Reward That's points. That's right. $10 for the Ford Pass Reward Points. And those add up quick when you come and get service here at Mel Hamilton Ford. That's right. 5% of everything you spend gets put that in that account. What I love about that account is you as a consumer have to do absolutely zero. We take care of it for you. We add the points for you. Nick, it never drives me crazy. You can go up somewhere. Hey, you got an awards account with us? What's your phone number? Oh, I don't see it. I got this. Well, let's open another one. No, I don't want another one. You got your card? You got your card? No. Uh, drives me crazy, but uh, with us, we can track those by automatically for you. It automatically gets put in your account and everything else, too. All you got to do is just spend whatever you spend on our service part, 5% gets put right back on that card. And like you said, it adds up quick. You know, Checking mine, and whoa. Yeah. So, yep, adds up quick. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's just a great, you know, 5%. You know, that's a, that's a pretty good amount for, uh, you know, cash back basically on uh, towards virtual people. For future purchases on your uh, service or um, rewards points can also be used in our parts department uh, to purchase parts and accessories as well. Yeah. So anything that you uh, want to do. So anyway, like I said, even if you get five, we have our own. Since this one is backed by Ford, we have another one for our racers too. For when you spend anything on your racer side, mm-hmm. we've got a reward cards for them and it's 5% too for there. And you spend in the racing world can go put in that account, not the, not the Ford Pass rewards account, but two separate accounts on that side of it. Because Ford won't give us any reports points for those race parts. I don't know why, Nick. Yeah, yeah I did. Why? I don't know. <laughs> so. but, uh, but anyway, so uh, what's the uh, what's uh, new in the uh, world of cars? Okay, well, let's let's kind of get everybody up to date because a lot of things are happening right now in the new car <clears throat> world. We are again finally getting some inventory on the ground and stuff like that too uh everyone's excited about the order banks that are going to start opening here shortly they're telling us on the 17th that the super duty and maverick are going to open up and i know 
Uh, I've got several Mavericks that did not get built for 23 that's getting pushed into 24. So the next year, those are going to get built first and get priority over any new orders we put in. But uh, Ford's telling me the 17th is going to open. Uh, biggest change for the Maverick is they made the 2.0 motor standard instead of the hybrid, which I don't know why they did that, but it is what it is. Uh, everybody wants the hybrid. A lot of people do want the 2.0 also. Uh, if it was me, I'd want the hybrid, yeah. uh, that part. But, but uh, they're going to make more 2.0s than they're going to make uh, the hybrid, which is still, I don't, I don't know if it's still the supply chain or why that is. They can't get more than that many percentage of Mavericks uh, on the hybrid side or whatever. But that's, you know, it's 40 miles to the gallon. I mean, I, I get why mm-hmm. people want that and everything else, too, uh, from that part. But uh, so anyway, we'll start. Hopefully it opens early on the 17th. Not sure why, what time it will open or whatever. But it always seems like maybe sometimes Ford delays it a little bit and doesn't open until 6 p.m. or something like that from that part. But uh and then, of course, Super Duty. I don't think there's any change at all for the 24 Super Duties, but uh, we're finally, finally getting some better production numbers out of Super Duty uh, that we have not had for two years, probably. I had this this last month whole allocation that they gave me was probably about a three-month allocation I've been getting before that I got this time, so it's really cool. So I hope they've got that under control, but I do know they still are having a hard time building the high-end trucks uh, from that part and with my rep is telling me is they don't have the interior pieces per, to build all those high-end trucks like everybody's wanting from that part they've got everything from a lariat down xlt and xl but the high-end king ranch platinum and limited those package interior packages is still the suppliers cannot supply enough of those to build those trucks yeah and you know if you have not seen or checked out the new uh 2023 super duty You've got to come check it out. I mean, wow, what a truck. I mean, we have some demos here that are Lariats, and they've uh, they've got the new high output 6.7 diesel in them. We use them for towing, and uh, man, you know, what what a truck, Phil. Well, I know, and I agree with you 100%. You know, coming from out of the, you know, we've been running 22 Limiteds for uh, limited style ever since we started doing those 450s in the in the parts it's kind of funny last night in the pits over at hutch i seen this black 450 roll by and it's a limited i thought i wonder if that's one of our old pull rigs and it went right by me and there was the mel hamill sticker on the back of it so i know it was one of our uh pull rigs over there in hutch pulling somebody's race rig around and stuff too but uh i will tell you that the 23 lariat which is you know a step down two steps down basically from limited limited and i'm going to tell you that 23 truck outdoes the limited 22 is crazy. I know. You know. It's like, you know, when you're in it, you're like, what, what more do you need? Uh, yeah. But, uh, but, but, but there is more, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more, you yeah. know? So, uh, but excited to get one of those in and, and check it out and just see, you know, how much different it is and what more there is to offer from the Lariat model. But, uh, you know, my, my favorite thing about it is the, is the heads up display. Oh, in the in the lariat that puts your, you know, your speed and the speed limit, and your, has your lane keep assist and your nav and everything right there in a nice, uh, you know, organized heads up display right there on the windshield, so you don't have to take your eyes off the road. I mean, that's it's amazing <laughs> what that does. The adaptive cruising, like you say, the lane centering, and everything else. Like the other day, we were coming back from uh, Hayes racing, and uh, Jake was over in the passenger seat, and I told him, I said, "Hey, reach over there and turn that off for me. I want to see if I can handle this truck." As soon as I, he turned that off, I was going about maybe five seconds. I said, "Turn it back mm-hmm. on," because it does so much to help you drive that truck, keep it straight, keep it in the center of the lane, and helps you correct and everything else. Even with the big trailer on behind it, it still helps and stuff too. I, I think that's why the Lariat truck is so much nicer to me is just the safety factors and the technology that's in that truck. As you drive. Anyway, good morning, Delbert. Good morning, Jim Petty. Looks like we lost our uh oh, we, we did. lost our TV there. My screen. You know, I bet I'll guess mess with my screen. Yeah. I think it logged itself out is what happened. It did. So we'll work on that. We'll have that fixed for next week. Yeah, exactly. But, so uh, uh, anyway, uh Delbert all find out they're making a Bronco Sport Hybrid in 24, but I haven't been able to confirm it yet. I've not heard of that at all either, Delbert. I uh, would have think Ford would have said something to us by now, uh, but I don't think so. I don't. I have not heard anything at all about a Bronco Sport being a, uh, a hybrid. Okay. I mean, because here's the next thing. We can't make enough Maverick hybrids. I don't know how they're going to end up turning around making because the Maverick is made in the same plant as the Escape and the Bronco Sport. So I don't know how the heck they would come up with a 
some more hybrids. I wish they yeah. would. I, I would rather see these hybrids than, I would, than see the electric cars that we got rolling around. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. They're you know? just, you know, because they're kind of the best of both worlds, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay, this is driving me crazy, Nick. I'm going to go over here real quick and get my computer. I got a black screen's driving me nuts. Okay, go fix it. But uh, in the meantime, somebody call us, uh, 316-462-3673. Um, get, uh, get the prize package valued of $125. Um, Phil's fixing that screen. Oh, oh, there it is. It's back. He's going to bring his mouse over here so that he can fix it <laughs> if it goes down again. But, uh, okay, crisis averted. Yeah. yeah. You good now, Deborah? Delbert probably lost his blood pressure when that happened. <laughs> anyway, no, Delbert, glad you mentioned the screen. I was kind of up there and gone and everything else, too. But anyway, um, so we're excited to see the order banks open up for the, the Mavericks and the Super Duties the first of the week and uh, from that part. So, uh, and, you know, the other thing, you know, talking about the hybrid versus electric, everybody's got an opinion and everything else of that part of that part. But I would still wish that we would be pushing more hybrids mm-hmm. uh, than electrics. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm driving a hybrid truck right now. And if I had the normal 3.5, I'd probably get 15, 16 miles to the gallon. I'm in the low 20s with this hybrid. So uh, it's a huge savings, a huge uh, better mileage and everything else from that part. And the truck drives so much better. Uh, in my opinion, and you never know when you're, you got to really pay attention when it does kick into electric, when it kicks out. Right. And you don't know. It's, it's yeah, so smooth know. and so accurate. It's crazy on how that works and stuff too. So, yeah. I but anyway, in, I got in one the other day and I reached down and hit the button and nothing happened. And it turned <laughs> on, but it, the engine didn't start. And I was like, what's wrong with it? So I went and hit it again and it all shut back off. And, and then I figured it out. But. Well, okay. So now that's the next thing I had my truck taken over to the detail shop to get washed and, and they called me and said, hey, your truck won't move. I said, no, it's going. Just put it in reverse and see what happens. No, it, it, the engine's not running. Yeah, I know. I know. And guess what? They let it sit there forever, and they let the battery run down. No, so I, no. had to go over, I had to go over and jump it. <laughs> then they realized <laughs> what was going on uh, with that truck. And, uh, you know, the other thing is with it, when, I, when you back up and put it in reverse, it's got a little beeper on it. And, I mean, it, because it's that quiet, you, people don't hear you coming. Right. When it's in reverse and or, or going forward. So when you're in reverse and you're backing up, it's got a little beeper sound there for me to know you're backing up because it's most most of the time when you're in reverse it is an electric and it's backing up getting uh using the electric motor to move you and everything else but mm-hmm. uh, cool trucks cool stuff and everything else like hey let's get the phones ringing 316-462-3673 love to hear from you anything ailing your car tires brakes batteries anything you don't understand about your car or got a question about it whatever love to answer your questions anything in the racing world anything that's there for got nick here on uh, the race side can answer any questions you might have there or anything we might take care of help you with the race side from that part so uh anyway nick I, I don't know my brain's just rolling back to the hutch nationals getting things kicked off they got a great uh group of cars over there this weekend and yeah, uh, they really do it's the last uh grand national race uh, uh for that part and i uh, was talking to uh some of the people over there at the fair and a lot of the issue is people are thinking it's uh the, the revenue and all that kind of which it is but the wall is having problems yeah, and, it's been uh, there for a long time. I mean, that track dates all the way back to the 40s. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Sea Ray has had that race for over 40 years. And, um, you know, back in the day, you know, they would run the jalopies and the super modifieds and the simulates over there. And, uh, but, you know, it, that, it goes back almost as far as racing itself, really. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's really, I was talking to Claudie Brewer yesterday uh, and it just, you know, it's really hard. Uh, we were talking about how hard it is to, to think about that racing is going, you know, to go away in Hutchinson, Kansas, because it has been a part of Hutchinson for so long with the history of that race and, even going back to Hutchinson Raceway Park and what it, you know it was called Salt City Speedway before that, and it's uh, it's just kind of the end of an era, in my opinion, a long era for racing. It is, and uh, you know we keep having uh, these tracks, even the drag side of this, of tracks you know closing and doing different things and stuff like that. But uh, I, I don't know. There's still this need that everybody wants to race. Everybody likes to go watch, and uh, you know from that part. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, 
you know, racing is really strong right now. You know, there's a, there's a lot of racers out there. Um, you know, there are a lot of racetracks that, you know, that aren't surviving, that are closing for various reasons. But, you know, in this day and age, you know, the, the business of running a weekly racetrack is, you know, it's, it's not a great business model. You know, there's some racetracks out there, you know, some of the bigger facilities like, you know, the Knoxville Raceways and Husits and Eagle Raceway and some of those like that, that, you know, that, you know, have been there for so long and have, you know, built such a following and, you know, built such a brand, you know, but, you know, some of these smaller, you know, small town racetracks and stuff, it's just, you know, it's it's really difficult for them to stay afloat. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of sad to see, but, um, you know, it's just the, the day and age that we live in now, but, you know, racing as a whole, in my opinion, is still very strong and there's still a lot of racers out there. And, you know, so yeah, we'll, I we'll think keep that, racing as long as we have a place to, you know? And I think that a lot of that too, the racing side of that Nick is it, it is very hard to get a guy to show up every week at, at the track mm-hmm. to race. Uh, it takes a lot of dedication, take a lot of time. Let me know. Cause I know, cause Jake and I are trying to run twice a day, mm-hmm. uh, each week, two days or uh, each week and stuff like that. And it, it is, it's, it's tough, uh, yeah. to keep a car going, keep it happening. And uh, now that you've stepped up and kind of helped us, I can't, uh, Thank you enough, Nick, for what you've done for the race team and helped me and everything else too. And I told I told Jake we gotta find me some help. I'm getting tired <laughs> from that part. Yeah. But it does. It takes a toll on you. It the does. amount of hours and sleep it and, does, man. and everything else too. So uh, hey, we got a caller coming up on the line here. So Let's then I got him on the phone. That's some more stuff here. I just hit, had hit my phone here. Uh, get Jim Petty on the phone here. Real quick, I'm sure he's got some history about the Hutch Nationals is what I'm going to bet. Yes, he will. Now let's see if I can be talented enough because Josh usually runs his phone and see if I can be able to get Jim on the phone okay. How about that? Yep. So this will be the phone line right here. It's not on mute, so let's see if we can get Jim patched in. But Jim Petty's a driver for us, but he's also got a lot of history in racing and everything else too from that part. So uh, Yes, he does. As we're waiting there, some more comments coming in jeff daniel yes i'm excited for you too he's got a brand new expedition sitting on the showroom floor we've been working on all week he bought it last last uh, saturday and he's here back to pick it up today we did um it's a brand new expedition max we put a ceramic coat on it we did paint protection film on it and uh we did a bunch of tinting and we put some vinyl on it, it almost looks like a limo out there so it's it's, it's slick it's slick yeah so excited you're for gonna you. love it excited for you jeff been sending pictures all week and stuff like that too and then Je- Tim Daniel just sent me a picture of a deal with the, uh, uh, okay, here comes Jim Petty, of the, a deal saying it is coming. Jim, can you hear us? Hello. Yes. Hey, Jim, how are you, buddy? Doing great. Good. Uh, are we on now? You are on, buddy. Okay. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the history of that track in Hutchison. I'd love for you to tell uh, us about it, that. I know, it, I, I know you got a lot of knowledge it, and everything else about that, so please do. It uh, it goes back over 100 years. Uh, some of the folks that have raced there, the great Barney Oldfield used to be a, a track record holder there. Uh, other guys like A.J. Foyt, uh, George Berenger, who was an Indy 500 driver back in the 20s and 30s and 40s. Uh, has raced there, uh, even up to current people that uh, uh, race fans would know the uh, names of Clint Boyer, uh, Carl Edwards. They both raced there. Uh, Buck Baker, uh, Buddy Baker's dad, two-time NASCAR champion. I mean, it just uh, who's who of racing has raced over there. I sure hate to see all that history go away. Yeah, so Jim, so what year did did they build that track and run the first race at it? I thought it was in the forties, but it must've been earlier than that. Oh, I I think it was before, uh, I think it was around 1911. Uh, I'm probably not the year, but it was back in that era. Yeah. I knew it was over a hundred years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, One of the, uh, the longest race they've ever ran at that racetrack was 300 laps. And that was won by uh, Jim Roper out of Halstead. And he's also the guy that won the very first NASCAR stock car race. Yep. That's right. He's from my hometown, Halstead. Halstead. Yeah. Halstead. Yep. Is Jim still alive? 
No, he, he passed away here. Uh, oh, it's been, we'll say 10, 12 years ago. It's been that long. Oh, he's buried in Newton. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. So anyway, your your family has a lot of history at that track too, right, Jim? Not as not the kind of history we yeah <laughs> I know like to see. Yeah, your your dad got <laughs> yeah your dad uh, got hurt there, right? He burned over forty uh, percent of his body. Uh, they gave him a ten percent chance of living. I I think they they didn't know who they were talking to. This was a guy that had a zest for life, and uh, when they rebuilt his hands that were severely uh, they had to amputate all the fingers on his right hand and the surgeon told him you know we can we can rebuild that hand to do whatever you want it to do we just need to know what you want to do he said well take that pen out of your pocket and write this phone number down and the doctor did that and he goes you call that guy his name is Larry tell him to bring the steering wheel of the race car up here and rebuild my hand to fit it <laughs> that's pretty cool <laughs> he, he wanted nothing more than to get over there and and win the Hus- touch nationals I was, I was talking to Nooney coleman here a while back and i said Nooney, you know considering uh everybody in my family all my brothers sisters aunts uh my nieces and nephews that have raised how many how many a feature wins do you think we have over there and he said, uh, oh, I don't know, five or six. And I said, no, one. And that was that was real interesting because the car owner had uh, worked for Cessna over there in uh, uh, Hutchinson. And uh, he called in sick that day so they could work at the fair. And then they were on the front page of the paper the next day. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Somebody got caught. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Jim, have you been over there? I'm sure you've been over every night so far at the races, right? Uh, I had, No, I was going last night, but Mel Hamilton Ford needed a F-350 that was over Missouri, and I'm pulling on the lot with it right now. <laughs> oh, really? So you did a little run for us last night. I got you. Well, we appreciate that, too. Yeah. Well, I will be out there uh, uh, tonight bringing... Awesome. I'm bringing a guy over who knows a lot more about the history of that track than I do, even. Who are you bringing? Bob Lawrence. Bob, Bob who? Bob Lawrence, yep. All right. Yeah. yeah. Bob's a racing uh, historian, so. Is he? Oh, he's incredible. His his knowledge of not just Hudson, every track in Kansas. A guy can, uh, he's done so much research over the years. Uh, somebody, uh, I was off with Bob, his wife, uh, who I've known since like sixth grade and, uh, some other folks. And then I got introduced as a, as a race historian. And, and so somebody asked me, you have your own website too? And I said, no, I'm just a Bob Lawrence wannabe. (laughs) (laughs) So explain to our, our listeners and watchers that who is Bob Lawrence and what's, and that sort of thing, Jim. Bob uh, has a website. He actually has turned it over to Speedy uh, uh, Bills Group up there in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, and uh, they're taking care of it now. But uh, it it's got something like thirty four hundred pages, most of which deal with racing in Kansas. Hmm. And uh, I, I used to tell Bob I I would never go on his site unless I don't have anything to do for the next eight or 10 hours. <laughs> As I, I, if I get on at eight o'clock at night, next thing I know the sun's coming up. And, There's that uh, much information to, on that page, huh? Oh, absolutely. And, and the folks that pay attention to that, uh, I gave some pictures to, uh, Rick mirrors that I had pulled off Bob's site. And he said, well, I've already seen all these on the internet. <laughs> and, and so he said he he loves that site too. His for those who don't know it, four time Indy five hundred winner uh Rick Mears was born here in Wichita. Rick uh, Mears is born here in Wichita? Our, our, yes he was. I didn't know that. And our uh, our our dads used to race against each other out at CJ Stadium. Wow. Now where was CJ so Stadium great. at? 
you know where the Cessna Activity Center is? Yep. Those ball diamonds back behind there. Uh, matter of fact, there's still a wall out there that was the front stretch wall. Uh, when they got ready to take it out, they took the chain onto it and, and it broke the tractor they were trying to pull it out with, so they left the wall. <laughs> uh, but yep. we went out there uh, about 10 years ago, and uh, there's a plaque on that wall telling what it was. Oh, is there really? And, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We had uh, a lot of racers came together to pay for that. We had a ceremony, and at that time, we could identify about 22 uh, racers that had were still alive that raced at CJ Stadium. I think we had 18 of them show up that day. Wow, that's cool. Uh, I'm really hoping to get uh, Bill Mears, Rick's dad, here, but uh, unfortunately, Rick's mom passed away about about three days before we had that dedication ceremony. So uh, he wasn't able to make it. Yeah. I remember when I would go to the Indianapolis 500 and watch Rick Mears race. I think he won the year I was there. How many did he win? He won four Indies, didn't he? Yeah. He won in, uh, uh, 89, 84, 88, 91. Yeah. I knew he'd won four times. So I was probably there in the 88, I think is when I was there when he won. Right in the yellow Penzoil car. Uh, that no, it would have been in uh, uh, eighty four. That would have been eighty four then. Uh, huh? Okay. Yeah, he had Marlboro sponsoring uh, uh, by eighty eight, and uh, okay, yeah, uh, that's probably right. Eighty four is probably the first time I went to the Indy. I went last year for the first time. That's an incredible and, uh, place, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've been to the track many times, but the first Indy 500 I went to. Yeah, and uh, there are there are more Kansas drivers that won the Indy 500 than any other state. No kidding, I had no idea of that. Did you know, I that? didn't know that either. Yeah, uh, the other two that won there, uh, Roger Ward won in '59 and '62. Uh, he was born in Beloit, and uh, Lone Star Jr. was actually Johnny Rutherford, actually born in Coffeeville. Wow! And uh, he he uh, he won in uh, seventy four, seventy six with the uh, uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank here on the, the car he drove. Uh, that's where he got the nickname Lone Star Jr. His uh, his uh, sponsor was a uh, CB radio company. So I had to have a handle for it. <laughs> yeah, they're marketing gonna... <laughs> people come up with, with Lone Star JR. Lone and, Star uh, JR. Yeah. And then Johnny also won in uh, uh, 80 with the Penzoil colors and the Chaparral. McLaren. Yeah. He, ran, he was running for McLaren in 74 and, and, and 76. And every now and then, Johnny will uh, come up with. Uh, some obscure thing that uh, about Kansas that I didn't know anything about. He'll he'll give me a, a jingle every time every time he finds something like that. He's he's quite a guy. Oh yeah, That's he cool. had to quit driving uh, dirt cars when he signed with McLaren uh, because that was in his contract. No more dirt racing. Yeah, I'm but, I'm uh, thinking some I guys today's getting that putting their contract out too. Yeah, it's probably fixing to happen. Yeah, but uh, well, I need to. I need to get here and get the keys to this truck. We got a customer needing it. All right, Jim. Hey, thanks for the information and uh, yeah, appreciate all the history and everything else too. And uh, right, have fun over there you. tonight at Nationals, and we'll see you see soon. See you tonight. Buddy. Uh, uh, haven't seen anything. How did, how did Jake do last night? Uh we we drew really well, Jim, and the, you know it rained really hard. And uh, so they did the best they could to pack that track in. It was a one-groove track, and Jake had to start on the outside pole and just went a little too deep and got caught in the rut. Not in the rut, got caught in the mud and got oh. past. And so we ended up finishing fifth. So we'll be in a B feature tonight. And uh, we got a game plan ready to go. We'll just tune the old car up, put some new rubber on it. Well, Sunday, Sunday night, he was he was really fast. My brother said Wednesday night practice, he was definitely the fastest modified out there. So... You can get that horsepower to the ground, uh, got a good shot at winning it. We'll That's get her to the ground tonight. Yep. All right. We'll talk to you later. See you tonight. See, See you, ya. buddy.
Yeah, there's a lot of, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, a lot of history there that Jim Petty's got and uh, uh, from that part. It's always fun to sit down and talk to him. Sometimes we probably just ought to have him on the show and just start firing stuff off at him. But he, his family has a, and still racing today. They're racing a late model at the fairgrounds right now. His nephew is racing, isn't he? He's racing it. Yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy Petty. Yep. Is out there and stuff too. So it's uh, really cool. The history that Jim's got and all the knowledge he's got of everything there uh, from that part. So, uh, yeah, any racing history does run really deep around here. I mean, I think it runs really deep, you know, everywhere. But, um, you know, there, you know, that Bob Lawrence website that he was talking about, I mean, that really is huge. And there's a lot of content on it. And just, um, I didn't know anything about the website. The, I knew about Bob Lawrence, but yeah, I didn't know anything about and the website. And, and Jim's right. Like, you know, if, you know, wait till you have some time to kill and then get on it because it is definitely a wormhole that you can get sucked into. But it's so interesting and just, you know, all of the different racetracks, you know, that, you know, there has been several dirt tracks here in the Wichita area, you know, that have come and gone over the years. And, uh, you know, one of them actually just used to be right here across the street. Well, about a mile down at 135th Street, you know, on the other side of Kellogg and, you know, CJ Stadium. And then there was actually another dirt track about a mile and a half, two miles north of 81, where 81 Speedway sits today. And, and, um, but yeah, there's just, you know, a lot of racing history, you know, around here and in Kansas. And it's, 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 it's really cool. Yeah. We'll have to, uh, um, get Jim on the show and go through some of that history and stuff like that. It's amazing the knowledge he's got and the memory he's got too. Like I said, something slipped his mind there and everything else too. And, uh, uh, from that part. So, uh, yeah, it will, uh, we, we, we got to dedicate a show just yeah. to him getting on here. We'll get him prepped up and everything else too. We can, the other screen in here, we could pull the website up and all that kind of stuff from that the other guy's stuff too. And yeah. everything else, but you're all right. There's a lot of racing history in this, in this area, in this town. And, and, uh, I just, I just hate it that the Hutch national, we can't, keep that going and keep that happening because that's a fun place to race and everything else too. But Hey, it is what it is. There's other tracks to go racing. And then, uh, you know, Nick, we, we talk about that too, with our Hoosier side and all our race side and stuff like that too, that, uh, just keeps growing and growing because the interest is there. People yeah. love to race. People love to go. And, uh, and, uh, you know, it's a competitive world over there in Hutch, but, uh, you know what, when you talk about it, I, every time I leave the pit to go to either the grandstands to go there, a concession stand or whatever, I, I guarantee you, I see five to 10 people I wave at, say hi to or whatever. Yeah. Cause everybody kind of just knows everybody what's going on over there. And it's just yep. another big family of everything else that's happening. So if you need something to do tonight, you need to get over to Hutch nationals. It's going to be fun. And this is the feature night. So a lot of great racing and all those classes, everybody's very competitive uh, from that part. I think we have four features tonight, plus some B features and yep. stuff too. Some so B features and stuff four too, A so. features. So yeah, it'll be uh It'll be good. It'll be uh, it'll be a very fun night. Um, should be a good crowd. I think the weather's going to be nice. Um, hopefully, the waste, racetrack will be a little bit drier tonight. But um, well, I'm afraid it will be too. But uh, so we'll uh, get her dialed in, and uh, I've already been talking to to the Mullins crew already. What we're going to do to the car and stuff for for tonight. So we'll see. If we can t- put another tune up under that thing and go after it. And then for those of you who don't know the three the, the car we're driving now is a brand new car so yeah we're working a few things out of it and I I tell you Nick I wish we would have run and raced it somewhere first before we took it over there but but you know what we didn't have any time we've been racing that IMCA car <laughs> we so didn't hard have time <laughs> I mean it's uh it's hard just keeping one car racing every week let alone you, know, you throw Two. a second one into the mix and it's like you know yeah. it's a lot but uh yep exactly we'll we'll, we'll get her going and uh maybe we'll uh I don't know. Maybe we'll race it again too after this weekend. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, 316-462-3673. Love to hear from you. Anything ailing your car, tires, brakes, batteries, anything in the racing world, anything in the automobile world. Love to hear your questions. So anyway, uh, Tim Daniel sent me a deal here, a text that shows um, that the Bronco Nation site says there's a variant coming. And this is what drives me crazy. Us being a Ford dealer, why will Ford not communicate that to us first? If this is really true and that's what's coming, why do they not send that to us and let us know that that's coming before they put it on all these stu- all these sites and everything else and everything from that part? Doesn't it doesn't make me, any sense. As a, as a general manager of Ford Store, it drives me crazy uh, from the communication side of that thing and everything else, too. But if it's coming, hallelujah. I think it's a great idea and everything else, too. I just – my problem I've got with it, I can't get the hybrid Mavericks that I want. Mm-hmm. And so how are we going to build more hi- – hybrids if i can't get the mavericks now we're going to put them into the bronco sport i don't know i don't i don't get it i don't get it so anyway 
Uh, God, I got texts coming in everywhere here too. I didn't realize that too. So, uh, anyway, Nick, what else in the racing world? Anything, any other stuff we can talk about real quick? Cause if not, we're going to make this a short show. <laughs> well, if you missed it, the, uh, uh, sprint car world, they raced for a million and $2,023 to win on Thursday night at Eldora Speedway. First time in history a sprint car race has paid that much money. And uh, Logan Shuhart from Pennsylvania won that deal. And, um, you know, talk about, you know, you want to talk about, you know, racers that are up and coming, you know. And uh, I know you don't really follow a lot of sprint car racing, Phil, but. Um, you know, I, you know why I probably don't. <clears throat> time <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but um uh, you know i've always kind of been a sprint car fan but um you know bobby allen who was a big time sprint car racer you know back in the day racing with the kinsers and the swindells and doug wolfgang and and you know you know the likes of all those guys you know his um his son and uh, logan i believe is his nephew um about 10 years ago um, you know, they were kind of running a, you know, somewhat low budget team, you know, kind of racing locally there around, uh, PA, um, and 410 sprint car racing is really big out there, you know, out there in uh, Pennsylvania. And, um, uh, they, uh, you know, got a little bit of help and got a little bit of funding and, you know, not nearly enough, but, uh, put, uh, Jacob Allen and Logan Schuhart full time on the road with the world of outlaws. And, uh, you know, they, um, you know, they were kind of for a while, for the lack of a better way to put it, kind of the laughing stock of the tour because, you know, they were they were back markers and they were getting lapped and, you know, they were getting in wrecks and, and just, um, you know, and, you know, I think they kind of got down on their confidence. But, uh, you know, fast forward 10 years to today, you know, they've improved and they've learned and they've gained and, you know, um, now they've started winning races and, um, you know, now they've attracted some big sponsors and now they're two of the fastest cars on the tour week in and week out. And, uh, you know, they're winning these big races and I just thought it was, you know, cool to, you know, see somebody that started 10 years ago as an underdog that was, you know, that, you know, people thought didn't belong out there, you know, on a tour like that and fast forward 10 years. And when, you know, that team wins the biggest, you know, the biggest pain race in the history of sprint cars, I think. I just think that's really cool. So, yeah, and I, that's the thing is, I do I love sprint car racing. Yeah, I think they're fun to watch, and uh, those guys, you know, Jake's talked about getting one of those. And that's not in my lifetime. <laughs> not in my lifetime. I mean, those cars because those cars can go really well in the next second. They're in a fence, and mm-hmm. and uh, you can just think of my memories of several people have been hurt pretty bad with those cars, and also killed in those cars and stuff like that too. Uh, you know, when we first put Jake in that modified, Mary was always scared to death about him being in that car. And like I told her, I said, with him in them seat belts, in the seat, in the helmet, in the Hans, he is safer in that race car than he is in his Mustang driving down yeah, the road. Totally. Uh, from that part. Yeah. Uh, with everything that's in there from that standpoint of that car, uh, of making him safe and everything else, too. So uh, that's why I don't mind the modified at all, because uh, I know if he does get hit, it's going to be, I mean, he could get hit. It's 60 mile an hour in that modified. It's like a 20 mile an hour hit in that Mustang. Yeah. Uh, from that part. So, uh, the safety side of that thing and everything else too, but, uh, uh, from that part. But, uh, so that's where the sprint car side of that is so fun to watch and everything else like that too. And so cool. I mean, how those guys have the gonads to pedal that <laughs> thing in the corner and just let it hang and let it, as we say, let it eat. Let it eat. Yeah. And let it sing through there. I mean, I know that big wing on top has helped. Po- planting that car and hit, hit, hitting it down there and stuff too. Would it be fun and the thrill to go? Oh yeah. I think it'd be a blast. They're fun to drive. I've driven one a couple of times, but, uh, yeah, yeah. but no, I agree with you. I mean, it's, it's definitely a completely different world and, um, yeah, you know, you kind of have to, you kind of have to, you know, be a fan of it to, to really get it. But, um, it's, uh, you know, they're neat to watch just the engineering of those cars. You go up and look at them, you know, and they, they look so fragile and, and lightweight, you know. Well, they are. What are they weighing? You know, 1450 with the driver with, you know, a thousand horsepower basically in the 410 <sighs> division now. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's really, it's, it's just incredible, you know, how those cars have advanced into what they are today. But, uh, I mean, the, greater power to weight ratio than a 
than any race car on the planet, except for, you know, maybe a top field dragster or funny car or something. But, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's sorry. crazy, but, um, yeah. And it's, you know, and it's 410 when we're meaning that's 410 cubic inches. And, you know, the average small block is basically on a 350 cubic inch, but that 410 mm-hmm. horsepower motor is, is put 410 cubic inch motors putting out about 900 horse. Yeah. About nine, 900 plus between 900, 900 plus. and a thousand. Think about that. That's almost a horsepower per pound ratio for about one and a half mm-hmm. from that part. Uh, and strap yourself in there with that drive shaft and rear end right behind you and the drive shaft running between your legs. And the fuel uh, pump right under the steering wheel. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. From that part, from those things. So, but they're fun to watch. Let me tell you, they are fun to watch, but, uh, uh, super late model racing, you know, is another thing that's a lot of fun to watch, you know, like, uh, you know, world of outlaw late models, the Lucas oil late models. Um, We've got a race coming up here in uh, in our Hoosier territory a week from Monday after the cars all get done at the Silver Dollar Nationals, which is going to be held at Houston Speedway this year. Um, it was at I-80, which was in our territory, but I-80 closed this year and they moved it to Houston, unfortunately. But um, the XR Series is putting on a race a week from Monday um, in Norfolk, Nebraska, that's going to pay uh, 100000 to win. And, uh, so we're hoping to be able to see about 50 or 60 of those really good cars there. So, uh, that should be a lot of fun to watch too. Okay. Got another caller coming in. We got Evan getting patched in here a second. We'll see what's on Evan's mind, what he'd like to talk about or questions or whatever you might have from that part. So we'll get Evan patched in here real quick in 316-462-3673. Anything alien car, tires, brakes, batteries. Got a few time minutes left here to take some more calls. Love to hear from you. Anything whatsoever. From that part in the automobile world so uh and uh, we'll get evan patched in here and see what he's got on his mind and everything else too will be fun to see what's on his mind we'll see here and here comes evan you're live with under the hood go ahead hey fellas how's it going good how are you i'm doing pretty well today hey um, i just had a question i bought a, a new maverick about a month and a half ago I've got 42,000 board points burning a hole in my pocket. I didn't know if you guys had maybe some advice or some input on how I should get those spent. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The, the award points that you got when you purchased your Maverick, right? Right. Yeah. You got enough in there, Evan, to uh, how Ford kind of looks at those points. What they kind of devise that up is to give you the, your first three oil changes free mm-hmm. uh, is what that's kind of – kind of calculating into those amount of points that they gave you. But again, you can use that for <clears throat> any accessory or anything in the, on the Maverick. And there is a lot of accessories you can buy for the Maverick to dress it up and make it your own from, from floor mats to bed right. liners, to bed covers, to uh, different wheels, uh, that's, different. That's uh, kind of what I was, yeah. Yeah. It's $210 is what it's worth. Yeah. I've got the um, XL, so I don't have the keyless entry on the outside, or not keyless, but um, you know the push entry with the, the pad on it. So that was one I was looking at. And then also, um, like you said, the all-weather floor mats and a soft roll of tonneau cover. I didn't know, uh, as a new truck owner, kind of which one of those would be maybe advisable or what you guys kind of put some input on it. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, is your the Maverick, I'm sure, just a daily driver? Yeah, yeah, I just uh, driving it to work and stuff. Yeah. Uh, first thing that you put in your mind is those all-weather floor mats. We sell Absolutely. a ton of those all-weather floor mats just to protect the carpet and everything in there. They're easy to take out and clean and wash and everything else, too. So that's one thing. Another thing to help protect that thing, we sell a lot of the mud guards to help protect the rocks and stuff down oh, the yeah. sides and stuff, too. Uh, the bed covers, that's another thing that is super popular with those trucks. To uh, And then putting a bed cover on the truck, even it will help you a little bit with fuel economy to keep the air moving over the sides. Uh, Nick, is there anything else you can see the guys right. or people coming in buying on the Mavericks that from those? Yeah. I mean, really, you know, Phil kind of touched on it. definitely the all weather floor mats. Um, Ford's all weather floor mats yeah. are, are very nice that, you know, because they fit perfectly inside the vehicle. And, you know, unlike some of the aftermarket, yeah. uh, you know, um, brands, you know, they're not, they're not as perfect or they're a little, you know, chunky or whatever, but you know, Fords are, Fords are really nice, but yeah, definitely. I mean, for your Maverick, I mean, definitely a bed cover. Um, uh, you know, the beds aren't real big on those. So, um, 
you know, you're probably, you know, going to want to haul smaller stuff in the back anyway, and you can keep it secure and dry and everything under, under a nice bed right. cover. But, uh, yeah, come, uh, come see us in our parts department or, uh, reach out to me personally and, uh, we'll get you taken care of, um, on anything, uh, anything you want to get for that Maverick. So. Okay. Sounds good, fellas. I appreciate it. Thanks very much. Hey, how how many miles you got on your Maverick already? Uh, coming up on three thousand. I got twenty eight hundred as of today. All right, very cool, very good. Which which one? Did you, what trim level and what motor did you end up getting? Uh, I, I ended up getting the hybrid, uh, and it's just the XL. XL, and so, you did you did get the hybrid? Or you did not. I did. Yeah, I ended up waiting eighteen months for it. I know. Yeah. And I finally came in back at the end of May. So yeah. So how, how's your, miles on it. yeah. How's your fuel economy doing with that, with the hybrid? Um, yeah, I can look so far on the 2,800 miles. I'm getting 38 miles per gallon. That's awesome. Crazy. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Good for you, Pretty man. Good, yeah. So yeah. Pretty so can't complain. no, very good. So Evan, when you're ready to get something for that Maverick, just come in here. We'll sit down with you too. And, uh, but I think we got you on the right track with some thoughts and processes of what you want to do with that money too. Or if you just want to end up using it for the first three world changes, whatever you want to do there too. All righty. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. No, have a good day, babe. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, you too. Right. 38 miles to the gallon on 2,800 miles. That's pretty crazy. Isn't That's it? impressive, man. You I tell you the very first time I drove one, I drove it from here, had a lunch deal appointment to go to and drove it back. It was brand new, had three miles on it. I rolled it up under the tire here, 41.2 miles a gallon. So, yeah, awesome. brand new, brand new right out of the box. Okay, Rex Trigger thinks I need a phone book for some reason. You know what that might be? Yeah, I think as you're uh, – uh, because we got the camera positioned where we were a little bit lower, I kind of had to set up in the seat a little bit. But, oh, yeah, I you think may, I'm a little short, do you? You, huh? may, need to, you may need to sit on the oh, phone. Oh, okay. Now you're now, now I'm following you, Rex. Nick, just in case you don't know, Rex and I work together over in Hutch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he uh, is. that better See, for you, you Rex? Go. There you go. <laughs> He's always <laughs> – uh, <laughs> somebody run and get Phil a phone back. <laughs> <laughs> He's funny. He thinks, is this better, Rex? You happy now? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah. So, anyways. All right. Well, anyway, you're kind of running out of time here. Everything else, too. And Nick, we always get to go and, uh, and uh, forget our sponsors. You know, we help us put this show on each and every Absolutely. week, which is BG Products. The great preventative maintenance products we use right side here at Melhorn Ford. And I'm telling you guys, everyone listening, if you want to keep your car running many, many miles, let our service providers sit down with you and get you a plan put out together of service in your cars. And remember, what's in your owner's manual is the minimum, minimum you need to do. The manufacturers don't care only about getting you through the warranty period. And after that, they don't care. So that's why those owner's manuals are minimum. You want to know exactly what you need to make your car run as many miles possible and as expensive as cars are, they need to. And also to help protect your value and protect your trading value, BG products. Let us show you what ones to use, when to put them in, how to put them in. Nick drives different than I do. I need a different plan than what Nick needs. You need a different plan than I need. And let us set down and put you a plan together with these BG products to make your car run many, many miles. And they are great products made right here in Wichita, Kansas and El Dorado. Their research and development deal. You've been over there, haven't you? You haven't been. So I have. Yeah. I have been over there. It's impressive, man. It is impressive. It's like, it's like walking into the nicest, like Formula One racing shop that you can think of, and it's, uh, you know, they've got, you know, they're they're like scientists in there, yeah, working on cars. It is exactly it's, what it is. It's it's so impressive. Okay, we got another call coming in. Ben's going to get past you in here shortly. We'll see what's on Ben's mind. But uh, next one is Big Corner Creative for all your advertising needs. If you've got a company or a business that needs help advertising, Jesse down here at Big Corner Creative has got a great group of people to help you do all kinds of advertising from a web page design. Um, sorry, that's my phone ringing, not the TV show. <laughs> Uh, web page design, traditional advertising, Google advertising, vehicle wraps, window wraps, whatever it might be to help advertise your company, your business. As those guys say, just Google us. And I'll tell you, Big Corner Creative, yes, we own it. It was started out to help just Mel Hamilton Ford and Jesse has come in there now and he's taking care of over a hundred different companies of doing advertising and stuff with them. So if you need something to help yourself, give Jesse a call down at Big Corner Creative. They'd love to help you and help you figure out a way to drive more business, more traffic to your company. And then, of course, as we're waiting on Ben to come through, 
go to rent right inside here at Melhorn Ford. If you need a rental, here we go. Ben's coming in. Let's get Ben online. Ben, you're live with Under the Hood. Go ahead. Okay, hey, so I have a Ford F-150 truck, and when the slotted glass window in the back is all the way open, it has like this uh, weird squeaking noise. Do you know what could cause that? Is it is it doing it while it's going open, or is it just open? Uh, when it's like all the way open. But it's, it does it when it's going open, I mean, or is it? Oh, uh, just when it's open, not when it's going open. It's got a large squeaking noise, so it's got to be air blowing through the cab. Yeah. Hmm. But it, it, the window, when it slides back and forth, it doesn't make a noise or anything? No. No. But yeah. So some type of air, when it goes through there, it's kind of getting, you know, getting caught so, up in one of those crevices. And So is it a certain speed that it starts coming in there, Ben? Um, I don't know if it's a certain speed. It's just whenever, like, uh, it might be a certain speed, but, like, just whenever the truck's going, it's all the way open. It has, like, the squeaking noise. Yeah, it has to be the air coming out of the cab is either hitting on a seal or hitting on the trim or something around there. Or is the trim coming loose, you know, that the wind is yeah. pulling through there and, and knocking it off there. Uh, ben, you know what I want to do? I want to put a, uh, add a free diagnostic onto your package, and uh, we will uh, look at that truck and try to figure that out. But I bet you've got a trim piece loose or a seal loose or something like that that's happened that has caused that thing to uh, – is the air is coming. Because when you open that window, you're going to suck a lot of air out of the truck. Uh, the other thing I would say to do maybe uh, roll a window down and see if it doesn't slow it down or stop it to keep the vacuum of the air coming out of the cab when you open that window. All right. <clears throat> but I think you've got a piece of trim or you got a, a seal or a, or molding or something loose around that. But the noise is coming back there by the rear sliding window, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got something loose back there. That's When you open that up, it's just sucking the air out of the cab. But roll the window down and see if that doesn't change it or not. Uh, but I'm going to add that diagnostic on your package and we'll mail out to you, Ben. Let's get that truck in here and let's see if we can take, figure out exactly what's happening. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. Yep. Thanks. But I don't know. That's got to be the air just sucking out of there and doing something yeah. there. It's crazy when you don't, you know, when you sometimes if you don't adjust, you know, you can't just roll down window, one window sometimes and drive yeah. down the highway because it'll, yeah, like you said, screw up the vacuum and. Yeah. Okay, Nick, we lost our back screen again. I wouldn't keep my mouse very active as I was supposed to yeah, well, <clears throat> from that part. Rick thinks it's a rear U-joint. Well, I guess you could be – I didn't think about that. Be, uh, somebody Here's something that you don't hear until that window's open. Exactly. exactly. So it'll be interesting. We find out on Ben's truck exactly what's going on there from that part. So anyway, you know what, Nick? It's time to go. we got to get a race Let's car go. ready to go. we got to get Let's some parts it. sold. we got things happening. Everybody, hey, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the great calls today. And uh, everybody be safe out there. If you need something to do tonight, tonight's the night to get to the Hutch Nationals. Uh, it's the last one for ever. Yep. Track's going away. Hate, see hate to hear it and everything else like that, too. Bill will be signing autographs at 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. Whatever. <laughs> You're funny. You're funny. Funny, funny, funny. But again, everybody, hey, have a great Saturday. Stay cool. Stay uh, out of the heat. If you, ha I mean, not stay out of the heat, but drink lots of fluids. Stay safe. Everything else, too. And uh, everybody have a great Saturday. We'll be back live next Saturday, 9 o'clock. Everybody have a great weekend. Talk to you soon.